G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. It's Graham MacDonald from Did You Know, which is uh, a wonderful ministry. Welcome along to the program, Graham. How are you? Oh, well, thanks, Matt. Appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. Now, for those who haven't heard of Did You Know, tell us all about it. Uh, did You Know is the, the website is Did You Know, D-I-D-U-N-O. It's the lazy way of saying Did You Know. <laughs> and on it we have um, all the, a lot of stories about uh, people in our Christian heritage. And uh, these stories, people can get them. They're all for free. They sign up on www.diduno.info. And uh, these stories are now part of the national school curriculum. So they can... Tell them about tell them their kids and get their kids to sign up as well. Well, you know, it's wonderful to hear that you've got a ministry, particularly reaching the younger generation, because a lot of people don't realise the benefits to the Western world of God's word. Just highlight some of those benefits for us, mate. Uh, well, you know, even if you just take the the Ten Commandments, uh, a lot of people say, "Oh, we live by the Ten Commandments." Well, my guess is they try and live by probably the last four or five of them. But, you know, the, the, the Ten Commandments are put there as a, as a guideline for a really caring society. And, and the, whole, the whole Bible is... is people is, have, a, I believe, a concept that it's a book of don'ts, but it's a book of don'ts do this because I don't want you to get hurt. So God's, God's Word is very much about um, building people up, encouraging people, and, and we see this in our, our society, a part of our... Our Australian psyche is, you know, we, we, we help each other. And that's not common all around the world. And, um, you know, that comes out of the, the, the Bible and from teachings that go way back to the, the beginning of this nation. And really, it is, uh, the, God's Word really is a basis for a compassionate and humane society, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and the other thing that I, I find as, that to me is very encouraging, Jesus actually says, I've come that you can have life and have it to its full. And that's in John 10.10. Now, it doesn't mean to say you're going to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. It may mean that. But the reality of it is is that Jesus is concerned for every individual that they live their lives to their potential and to a, a, in, in a way that will be um, encouraging for them, it'll be good for them, it'll be good for society, and, and this is what the Bible's about. And yet it seems to be so often taken in the negative about, oh, you know, you can't do this or you can't do that. And yet, to me, it's, it's, it's the reverse. Now, I'd love to know a bit of the uh, background of uh, Did You Know, your ministry. How did it all start? Uh, well, over, I've been involved in, in working with children for about 38-odd years. And I've always been concerned that... Um, over the years, we see more and more children and young people actually leaving the church, and that's concerned me. And I, I often wonder if it's because of the way we present the, the scriptures, or, or I, I've just been struggling with it. But what I've found over the years is that if I can tell, tell them about the scriptures, but then I tell them about 
a person that's in our history. Um, let's say, for argument's sake, the gentleman, uh, the Reverend John Flynn, on our $20 note. Um, and what motivated him to be concerned, like for the people that lived in the outback, um, not, not only the, uh, the uh, white settlers, but also for the indigenous people, he had a concern for them. What, why, what motivated him to start the Royal Flying Doctor Service? And when you look at why, what motivated him, it was his love of people, um, his concern for people, for their, not only their spiritual, but their physical well-being as well. And so therein lies the beginning of um, the, the, the Royal Flying Doctor Service. And he's a man that was motivated, and he's one of many. We've got, if you look at our, on our $5 note, our $10 note, our $20 note, and our $50 note, every one of those have got on them a Christian that has influenced this country. And tell us a bit about how many schools are using this curriculum. Uh, at this juncture, I, I can't tell you, to be honest. Um, it's a part, as I say, of the national school curriculum. Um, it came into being in um, 2015. It was announced by um, the then Minister for Education, Christopher Pine, that our Christian heritage will be taught in our schools. So therein lies a process that goes on where um, there's two things. Number one, we as who produce the stories need to produce them in a way that fits in with the um, acceptable guidelines of the Australian Education uh, Department. And um, they, then there's a process whereby it will take, it could take maybe two, maybe three years for it ultimately to come down for everybody to to, to embrace. But in the meantime, what we're doing with um, a, a lot of Christian folk and through churches and that, we're making people aware that these stories are available and we're encouraging them to sign up. We actually um, send out one story each month, a free story each month, and we're encouraging parents to, and, and the kids can sign up as well, to get these stories so this can then create an, an environment where parents and children can talk about what they're learning at school um, and, you know, when they, Johnny comes home and says we're learning about Mother's Day or Father's Day or, um, would you believe, even Pearl Harbor, there's a Christian connection to Pearl Harbor, um, they've got something that they can talk about. And they can talk about God, Jesus, and the Bible um, from a, a, a historical perspective as opposed to a religious or Christian perspective. Well, it's good to know the uh, Christian connection to these uh, events in history. You, you just mentioned Mother's Day. Tell us a bit about the, the Christian connection there. Oh, that's an incredible... Like, actually, Mothering Day started, oh, I think, around about the 1600s um, in the um, Anglican Church in, in um, the UK. Um, but the more, the more modern-day Mother's Day actually started um, later. And um, it was... Um, it was brought about by a lady who was a very strong Christian lady who just had a desire to help people. And um, this was just prior to and during and after the American Civil War. And um, she herself, her name was um, Ann Jarvis, she actually had 11 children. And of these 11 children, um, eight of them passed away before adulthood. Wow. And so one of her daughters, Anna thought, hey, mum's a special, and she recognised, out of the scriptures again, out of the, um, the, the, the Ten Commandments, the Fifth Commandment, honour your mother and your father. And so she started about writing letters and promoting Mother's Day, and today we have 
um, Mother's Day as a, uh, a regular fixture. A, a government-recognised um, um, holiday or event in, in the calendar day because that goes back there to the, uh, I think it's about the mid-1800s during that um, terrible time when so many children actually died. Mm. And you mentioned Pearl Harbour. I've had the privilege of visiting the site at Pearl Harbour in Hawaii. What's the Christian connection there? Well, what what was incredible there, the, the, gentleman, the gentleman who led the charge on Pearl Harbour um, also led the charge on um, Darwin. And uh, he was he was considered like top shelf within the um, the, the Japanese um, army, and um, anyhow, um, his story goes he had um, crashed into the sea six times and lived. Um, he then in turn had his appendix out, um, got bombed off the hospital ship, broke both his ankles, and lived. And uh, after the war, he um, he went back home, an absolute decimated man absolutely he goes from top shelf to below the bottom rung on the ladder goes back to his farm and he's got depression and what have you and anyhow he has to also on top of the 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 embarrassment and shame of being a defeated um soldier he has to go to the uh, war tribunals and on the way there somebody hands him a tract that tells him about jesus and about forgiveness and, and he's going like it's outside his thinking and then how he reads it, and then he decides that hmm, he's a, a man who was a, also a prisoner of war, um, who was able to forgive those that treated him so badly. And so he bought a Bible, went to the um, uh, Pocket Testament League office, I think in Tokyo. Um, they explained it to him, and he became a Christian and spent the rest of his life telling others about Jesus. Wow. <laughs> That's an incredible testimony of a, of a life-transformed and, um, you know, we need to hear these stories. So these are the kind of stories that are being taught in our school curriculum through Did You Know? Is that, is that right? Well, they can be taught. And as I say, I'm not sure how many are being taught at this juncture. That it's, it's a process where um, change, change in the education department, in most government departments, takes time. But these stories are actually in the, in the cu- curriculum. Um, you, on our website, the Did You Know website, we have a, um, a, a tag that says Australian Curriculum. And so people can go there to see where where the stories actually can be taught. And um, so, yeah, that takes a bit of time. It's really interesting um, about the Pearl Harbor story. The, the people in education, they, um, they, they've looked at our website and they said there's nothing there that's objectionable. And uh, they were had, had a little bit of a concern about the, um, about the Pearl Harbor story. But I went on to point out, and most people know this, but in Australia we have an ever-increasing number of young people with mental disabilities, uh, mental problems, um, anxiety, um, depression, self-harm, and this is on the increase. And I explained to the, the people in education, I said, these are the stories kids need to know because that man, he went into a very dark place. And he came out of it. And I mean, it's his story. It's not it maybe not everybody's story, but it's his story. And I said, my, my belief is that, you know, you, the education people are aware of the increase in the um, mental issues of our young people and children. And maybe there's going to be some child there or some young person is going to go, oh, maybe I'll come out of my dark place by maybe doing exactly what the gentleman that... Uh, 
bomb Pearl Harbor did. Mm. So, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it gives children, young people, an alternative to maybe what they've been used to. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.